Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Proudly Canadian and making Canada proud. This is The Roy Green Show. Thanks for joining us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Twitter is at the Roy Green Show. Uh, when it comes to the Prime Minister of this country, I've said a lot about him, and I do talk about him a lot. And I will continue to do that as long as he deserves it. And he does a lot of strange things. There's a lot of odd things. Things that we don't understand. Most people don't understand. Like giving Omar Carter ten and a half million dollars and saying it would have been 20 if I hadn't done that. Like saying, you know, our, our, our army veterans, our military veterans, want more than we can give them. Military veterans coming up in the next hour. Uh, he's done some puzzling things, like Bill C-6, allowing... Um, convicted terrorists to retain their Canadian citizenship if they're dual citizens, making that a big point, saying, I'm going to change the legislation which the Conservatives have put in place, that convicted terrorists who are dual citizens would be allowed to have their Canadian citizenship stripped from them. Trudeau didn't want that. He also said that returning ISIS members could be extraordinary contributors in Canada. Well, there is an individual who has told the New York Times, podcasters, that he's an ISIS assassin and that he's living quite comfortably and unchallenged in the city of Toronto. He's quite enjoying himself. And that issue came up in Parliament yesterday. And Candace Bergen, the uh, House leader for the Conservative Party, uh, brought it up with the public, public safety minister, Ralph Goodale, and prior to that, James Bazan, the uh, colleague of Ms. Bergen, brought up the issue of this ISIS killer with the prime minister. He said something really strange. Ms. Bergen, thank you very much for taking the time. And all this stuff, all my talk about strange and odd, that, that, those are my words. I know they're not yours. Thank well, you. For I, uh, yeah, thanks, Roy. No, I, I think we're all shaking our heads and just trying to trying to figure out what this prime minister is, is thinking and what he's doing to our country. So tell us first, please, what happened when your colleague brought up this self-admitted ISIS killer to the prime minister. What did Mr. Trudeau say? Well, to just give a little bit of context, this person, uh, as you said, spoke to the New York Times, and there's been a, a podcast, uh, they're kind of releasing chapter by chapter, uh, daily or every other day. I just listened to it for the first time, actually, uh, uh, I guess it was, was yesterday morning. Um, so this individual, there, there's no disputing he went to Syria to, to fight with ISIS. Uh, when you hear him um, recount how he executed individuals, uh, how he shot them in the back of the head, 
in in the previous podcast, um, which my colleague James Bazan had referred to, he talked about the smell of blood. I mean, it was it was incredibly and chilling, chillingly. It was very very graphic uh, and and quite quite something to listen to. James Bazan asked the Prime Minister about this on Thursday. How how is an individual like this walking around the streets of Canada freely? And now we know what the Prime Minister had said about ISIS terrorists returning. We know what he said previously, as you said, he said they could be an extraordinarily powerful voice. But I think we all expected that when somebody presents themselves and brags about what they've done, that the Prime Minister will finally say, these individuals have to be taken off the street, they have to be held accountable for what they've done. Uh, You know, that's what we would expect of our Prime Minister. But Justin accused James Bazan of being divisive. Uh, I, I don't know how being how you can be divisive if you want to get terrorists off the street and, and uh, in prison. I, I don't consider that divisive, but that that's what happened on Thursday. That's a very, very strange word to use. You're talking about someone who, as you say, very graphically described how he murdered people on behalf of, as as a member of ISIS. And the prime minister says to bring that up and say he shouldn't be on the streets of Canada roaming about freely... He says that's divisive. Mr. Trudeau either is more unfamiliar with the English language than I suspected, or he is familiar with the English language, in which case the problem becomes even more significant. Now, what what happened between you and Mr. Goodale, the public safety minister, yesterday? Well, I, when I listened to the podcast, uh, what this person said a uh, couple of times, he was talking about how he had to psych himself up to shoot uh, the, the to execute these these uh, these innocent people, and so he said, I, I, I you know I, I was hard, but I told myself. And Roy, he was very calm. He talked very quietly. You know, he sounded very gentle. Yeah, whatever. He said, uh, I'm not going to be held accountable. I, I thought to myself, I'm I'm not going to be accountable, and these people deserve it. He actually said it twice. I'm not going to be accountable. So I, I was just I was so appalled by this. Um, we. For so many reasons, obviously. So I asked the Minister of Public Safety yesterday what the government was going to do. I said, you have to know he's out there. If he's talking freely to the, to the media, you, the, the, you've got to be able to find a way to apprehend him. And, of course, Ralph just said, oh, I can't talk about operational matters. It's, uh, it, you know, it's, it's... Listen, honestly, Roy, I think our RCMP and CSIS are doing, I think, the best that they can. But when the Prime Minister for the last year, has sent the signal and the message out that he thinks ISIS terrorists can be rehabilitated and reintegrated back into society, and let's just help them with some poetry lessons, and let's just watch them turn away from their hateful ideology. Uh, That's where the problem lies. Instead of the Prime Minister taking a strong and a tough stand, and then let the RCMP do their work and do their investigations, uh, I, I think I think he's he's really hampering their ability by his attitude and his outlook on this. He uh, he seems quite committed to this. Uh, when when he speaks, he seems quite committed to the the whole notion that he put forward. He did the right thing with Cotter. He's doing the right thing now by supporting this self-admitted ISIS killer being in Canada. He just does not seem to have any any concerns. And and when a and when a, a Canadian father um, at one of his town halls brought up the issue of 
being concerned about ISIS returnees because this father has two young girls, Mr. Trudeau started to talk about how Canada has always helped those who needed help and those who were weak and how immigrants and immigration has always helped this country as though ISIS were ISIS members were some sort of specially qualified individuals to come to Canada and help build this country. I, I don't I don't understand. I, I don't know where to begin to try to get a grasp on on where he's coming from. I, I, I don't know if it's not, he's either incredibly naive on on the reality that terrorism uh, that it presents a major risk to Canadians or he's choosing to uh, to turn a blind eye. I, I don't know what it is either. Uh, you know and yesterday as, as I said when I listened to this podcast, this terrorist talked about how uh, he was part part of the training that he received. He was actually trained with the individuals that carried out the Paris attack. And they were trained to, they were told, when you go back to your home country and you infiltrate there and here are major landmarks that you need to go and try to target, they're actually trained to come back, to go back home and to, to attack when they're back. So for, for Justin Trudeau to not recognize this, to not see this, uh, is, I, I don't know, it's, it not, it's incompetence, it's naivety, it's out of touch. Uh, to the to the highest degree, and it's putting the safety of Canadians at risk. It's just doing doing so many things that don't reflect who we are as Canadians. Mr. Goodill didn't look particularly comfortable while he was defending the position put forward by our Prime Minister. You were there. I mean, you have a better idea. You know, Mr. Goodill, I don't. But while I was looking at him on the screen, I, I, I thought, he doesn't look like he's really believing what he's saying. So how, I, I, how can you defend, how can anybody defend uh, a terrorist who has executed people being yeah. able to walk around the streets freely in Toronto? Yeah. How can anybody defend that? It's not political anymore. It's got nothing to do with, with political parties uh, confronting one another. It has to do with providing safety and security for the country. And when Mr. Trudeau is confronted with issues like this, he repeatedly says, oh, we're not like the other side, as in yeah. conservatives. We don't, we don't do what you did for 10 years. We have a, an agenda of bringing people together. And I, I, I sometimes, well, I, I just don't know what the man is thinking. You know, he, he, he's done this on, on other issues whereby he's been irresponsible and naive in his response. And then instead of admitting it and then trying to fix the problem, he doubles down on it. And I'll give you an example. The illegal border crossers. The reason that so many people, 20,000 last year, were, were you know, in the thousands already of people who are coming across our border illegally from the U.S., the reason that happened is because Trudeau naively, irresponsibly, you know, wanting to be the cool kid on the block, sent out this tweet, welcome, hashtag welcome to Canada. And that thus begun the, the, the flow. But now he can't admit that there's a problem that has to be fixed. People are jumping the queue. They're coming to Canada uh, seeking so-called asylum when they're coming from North Dakota, which is, I'm right now about an hour from North Dakota, right by my riding, Roy, and I can tell you no one's being persecuted in, in North Dakota. But this is what Trudeau does. He creates problems because he's irresponsible and naive and because he's motivated by his own self-promotion. And then instead of admitting it and fixing the problem, he doubles down and he makes it worse. Mm -hmm. We're seeing on, on illegal border crossers, and right now 
I think we're seeing it unfold before our eyes with, uh, with terrorists who are walking around Canada. Now, this individual we're talking about, who told the New York Times that he was an assassin for ISIS, is, uh, is recanting what he said. He's told the CBC, uh, I did not. You can put me through a polygraph, and it will prove that I didn't kill anyone. Um, and uh, I'm just reading from Brian Lilly's uh, post here. When asked why, he told Times reporter Rudmini Kalimachi that he participated in an execution whose Afai said, I was being childish. I was describing what I saw, and basically I was close enough to think it was me. Um, doesn't sound terribly convincing, and it doesn't change the fact that he said what he said to the New York Times, and the response from the government is, to what he said to the New York Times, is if you argue about it, you're being divisive. And it, it doesn't change the fact that he went Syria to fight with ISIS terrorists. That's right, and that's a crime. He didn't. He didn't go. Yes, that's a crime. He didn't go there to. Uh, you know, uh, he wasn't there as a missionary. He went there to fight with them. Yeah. That in and of itself is a crime. And I mean, I think anybody. If you, we would. I would trust the RCMP. Ceases. They, they can investigate. They can. They'll be able to 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 know what happened, and and they can find out. Listen, you will, will recall recently a, a Somalian kidnapper who kidnapped Amanda Lidhorst, the RCMP were able to convict him. And uh, so the RCMP, I trust them. They, they can do the, their job very well. Mm-hmm. But this individual went to Syria to fight with ISIS. That's, right. That's a crime. And he presents a threat to Canadians. There's no doubt. We also had a story, Global News had a story last week or the week before, that uh, a government report suggests that returning ISIS members may pose a chemical weapons threat to Canada. And yet we still have Mr. Trudeau suggesting they could do extraordinarily positive things for this country. This has to stop. I, I agree with you. And I mean, I think, I think what Canadians need to do is they need to be calling their liberal, uh, if they have a liberal MP, call them, phone them, phone them, get, get their friends to phone them. Um, you know, letters are good, emails are good, but the liberal, the liberal caucus has got to get the message that their, their prime minister, that prime minister is, failing miserably and we have to act um i mean we can ask questions in question period i'm glad we're talking about it today roy but i really believe canadians need to act and they need to let liberal mps know this kind of irresponsible behavior from our prime minister on so many fronts has to stop Ms. bergen is head out of the sand yeah yeah it's always a pleasure to speak with you thank you for the time thank you good to talk with you thanks for doing this bye-bye Candace Bergen, Conservative uh, House Leader, on what happened in Parliament yesterday and the day before when Mr. Trudeau suggested that when James Bazan brought up the issue of this individual being in Canada, who told the New York Times he'd been an assassin for ISIS, that uh, James Bazan was being divisive. How so, Mr. Trudeau? 800-263-2428 is my number. 1-800-263-2428. Give me a call. And do you... Honestly, I don't know what question to ask you. All I can think of is... Is Justin Trudeau being rational 
800-263-2428. Is Justin Trudeau being rational? We'll come back. He always got straight A's, but his report card said he talked too much. This is the Roy Green Show. You can send your emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com, Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Mr. Trudeau, is irrational? Um, certainly on the issue of ISIS terrorists. Raj in Toronto, thank you for the call, sir. Please go ahead. Yes, um, I'm just, uh, I, I, I just, I can't understand how these people, you know, at least claim what they have done in Syria with ISIS or whatever, and then come back and contribute to the Canadian society for greater good. You know, either they wanted to try and, are they going to try and, you know, expose all the other sleeper cells that is in Canada, or, or, or how they're going to do that? That's what I don't understand. And for somebody to say that, you know, they're going to contribute to the Canadian society, that's, that's preposterous. At the very least. You know that's preposterous. I mean, I was, I am, um, I used to be a, a liberal, liberal fan, but you know, I am having second thoughts on what the values that this party carries going forward. Yeah. You know, uh, yep. that, that makes me wonder. Yep. You know, it's it's. Uh, it's I mean, I'm an immigrant too, and I love this country, and I should give back to this country whenever possible, and that's how it should be. I mean, we come from different places, but we have an opportunity to give back and make this place better, not worse. That's, thank, that's my two Thank you, Raj. I appreciate your call. Uh, staying in uh, Ontario, Mark is in, Mark is in Markham, Ontario. Markham named after Mark. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Hi. Hi I sir. was listening to your show, and I thought I would call in and... Uh, uh, I'm going to make a, a rather extreme statement, but it's... And I have, I, have, I have 45 seconds. That's all I've got, sir. I'd be ashamed to be a Canadian to hear this about our country. And I, I think that I would be, wouldn't be surprised if Trump closes the border with Canada and revokes NAFTA. And even then, I don't think Canadians would wake, wake up. Because when you have people elected like Trudeau and Goodale, it just makes a sad commentary on the intellect of Canadians. Isn't it worrisome, though? Just Isn't it just fundamentally no, worrisome. worrisome? No, it's not worrisome because we welcome murderers and terrorists. terrorists no, but it's worrisome. It's worrisome no for us nationally that a prime minister of Canada would make this sort of irrational statement. Well, we're a passive, uh, we're a passive people, and we accept anything. And, uh, you know, the boy king is there. And it's it's unbelievable that we elected them. Okay, thank you for the call, Mark. I appreciate it. These are irrational statements, and they're worrisome. They really are. Our allies were sending their special forces to the Middle East to hunt down and kill remaining ISIS members. Our prime minister says they can contribute extraordinarily to Canada. It's irrational. We'll come back. 